Welcome to the Get Well, Get Money podcast. My name is Robert Briggs Glover, the ex-fat boy turned fitness entrepreneur. This podcast is about life transformation, body, mind, finances. And I'm going to be using the lessons that I've learned and the lessons that my guests have learned in order to get you guys on the right path towards wellness and wealth. What up, squad? Welcome back to the podcast. I have a very special interview with my man Nick, a.k.a. Nick Puts In Work on Twitter and Instagram. Please follow him. It's spelled exactly how it sounds. Nick Puts In Work. Uh, had an amazing conversation. We spoke about nutrition. We spoke about his exercise. And most importantly, we spoke about the mindset behind why he was able to be consistent and why he was able to lose over 100 pounds. Uh, I want to apologize in advance for my audio was a little shaky. Nick's audio sounds really, really good. I was experimenting with Skype. But without further ado, here's the conversation with my man Nick puts in work. Seriously, so so what, what sparked it for you? What was what was the moment that made you change your lifestyle? What what was going on in your life at the time? Well, to be completely honest, I've lost 60 to 80 pounds three times uh, in the prior eight years to me doing this. Uh, it all came with like crash dieting. Like I, at one point I lost like 80 pounds in six months. I was just like eating like 500 calories a day. It was really bad. Um, uh, yeah. But what sparked it, though, honestly, is when I found your YouTube channel, because I, I've always been that type of I've always been kind of a leader or whatever. But when it comes to certain things, there's just certain things that I don't know how to do. And that was live a healthy life and like actually lose weight in a healthy manner. You know, everybody wants to lose five, six pounds a week, but really healthy, healthy. It's it's one or two pounds a week is actually the healthy way to do it. And I I found your YouTube channel. It came up in my recommended uh, videos one day and I started watching it and I. I have that mentality that if if he can do it, I can do it. And I just started using your tips and tricks. And on it, I'll, honestly, I just started doing that. And I just got in a groove and it just started falling off. Wow, man. I'm, I'm honored. I'm honored, man. And I'm glad to hear that that my content has helped you because that's I, 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 there's no better way, in my opinion, to, to affect someone's life than to help them live a healthy lifestyle. So I'm truly honored by that, bro. Yeah, and I mean, I, I keep it. I always keep it a hundred and real and everything. As money's always been an issue, and so I was never able to like sign up for meal plans or do whatever. But uh, your content on YouTube really inspired me, and it not only inspired me, but it helped. Like I was able to use it and you know shape it and form it into something that I was able to do myself. Not everything you did worked for me, and that's the way it's <laughs> supposed to be. We're all different. But I was able to take a few things that you would do every video and kind of shape it into something that I can do. And uh, it, it really benefited. It really kickstarted me. I remember uh, coming home from, from work one day and I go, babe, babe. Uh, I, my wife was waiting at home for me and I was telling them about your channel and how inspired I felt. And I literally just the next day at the gym, five o'clock in the morning before work, not even kidding. Nice, man. And, and, and I'm glad you brought that up because that's exactly what I want people to do. I mean... You mentioned it, you know, there's no one size fits all. What works for me may not work for every single person. And I always try to talk about, you know, or relay the information in that light. Like, yes, this is what I did, you know, and the best thing 
that I want everyone to do is just like what Nick did is take what I say, experiment with it and figure out how you can manipulate that particular tip or trick or hack or whatever you want to call it to fit your body, your lifestyle, your schedule, your uh, preferences and, and find a way to make it work. So that's that's amazing. man. so so total, how much weight have you lost? Well, I started my journey at 31 recent i weighed in at was 234 and that doesn't say that count. again because you, you you broke up you broke up S say that again i started at 331 and i'm currently weighing in at 234 so i have definitely uh, lost a hundred pounds because that doesn't account for the amount of muscle that i've put on so wow man yo congratulations brother. I, I, I'm, I'm over here giving you a hand a round of applause man because that's that's true. And how long has how long did it take you? Um, uh, August August fifteenth will actually mark one year. August fifteenth. So in less than a year. Wow. And do you feel like you rushed? There are some aspects where I feel like I rushed it because there's a lot of things I went cold turkey on. But overall, I feel like what I did is a sustainable lifestyle. And so I, I feel like there are some aspects like the biggest the biggest thing I changed is after I watched your condiment video about how many calories you actually consume in condiments. Like when you measured the ranch and all that kind of stuff, my mind was yeah. blown to where I save so many calories a day by even just using just mustard if I want to because of the calorie amount. And I cut all those other high things out. So I felt rushed in that manner because those were my comfort things. But other than that, I, I some days I just I, I look at my body and I cry because I go, I can't believe how much I've done in such a little time. All I did was get started. Yeah, that's that's amazing. That's really. But see, that, and that's the thing. It's those little pivots, those little adjustments that you can make, you know, something as simple as condiments can make such a big difference over the span of some time. You know, if you if you if you sacrifice it totally or you just cut back on certain things, uh, it can make a big difference, man. So that's hey, man, that's amazing. So so you feel like you've adopted this as a lifestyle. Do you feel very comfortable knowing that you'll be able to to maintain the weight loss? Yeah, I'm super not only comfortable but confident in it that I I feel like you know all these things that I've learned over this last year I know how to manipulate my diet. I know when it is time to have a cheat meal and that and that's the biggest thing that I've taught myself is how to have a cheat meal. I have one cheat meal. I can make depending on how hard I go on it, I can make up for the extra 500 calories the next day, but I never have a cheat day because a whole a day can ruin your whole week because how are you supposed to make up an extra 3,000 calories? You can't cut that because you'd be eat, not eating for a couple of days. Um, but, I yeah, I feel like this is something I can maintain, and that's why I like sharing my story because um, I'm still going through it. I still have some weight to, loss, to lose. I still have some muscle to build, and I just want people to know that it, it, we can do it. You can. You just got to put the, the work forward. So what what was the hardest part about the whole thing for you? Oh, man, um, if I had to choose the hardest part, I think I think it it's it's the consistency because 
when you first start losing weight and if you do it right, you, the first, you know, months you will see a dramatic weight loss and it gets you pumped and eventually you do hit plateaus and you do the acceleration isn't quite there. Like I said, you know, the healthy way is to do it a pound or two a week. But when you first start and you start cutting out all that unhealthy stuff, some weeks you'll see three, four, five pounds drop off because you're, you're, you're not eating that junk anymore. Um, it's, it's staying consistent. It's even when the scale doesn't really move, understanding that that's because you're, you're putting muscle on. There are certain aspects that aren't changing. Um, and it's, it's just to keep, stay positive. That was the hardest part there. I hit this wall where I was just, I wasn't seeing the weight loss, but I was seeing my body change and I was getting upset because, uh, the scale wasn't moving and that's what my actual main goal was when I first started. And it was just staying positive and understanding that, you know, it's not always going to happen that way. There was a, a period of time where it was like a month where I almost, I barely lost any weight, but I dropped like two pant sizes in a month. Um, and so, you know, that was a big reflection as far as the hard work goes. And so that's where hey, Nick. Let me yep. stop you right there. So, because one, my, my, you, if you're familiar with my content, you know, I'm a big fan of not using the scale at all because I actually believe it's the worst way to measure your progress and yep. for the people. So, you, you just kind of reinforced why my philosophy about the scale is what exactly. He said a whole month. The scale didn't move for a whole, but he lost two pant sizes. Now, if Nick didn't pay attention to his pant size and he was simply, you know, depending on the scale number dropping for his motivation, he possibly could have given up like many of us do when we don't see the, the number on the scale going down. So I just wanted to, you know, reiterate how important it is not to especially for people who don't understand how the scale works, you know, and most of us don't. And I remember, I remember feeling like a victim of, you know, to that number. Like I, I felt like that number controlled me emotionally. It controlled my motivation. It, it, it was, it was just bad news for me. So, so guys, so when I tell you stay away from the scale, this is exactly why. Um, so let me ask you this, bro. What's your eating like? What do you eat? What's your, what did you eat today? Let's start. Let's just, let's just say it like that. Um, well, I've started implementing, uh, I cycle my diet. So some, sometimes I'll practice intermittent fasting. And to be honest though, intermittent fasting is what sparked my whole weight loss journey is because I was able to, um, consume less calories in a, in my eating window. And so I was always full um, and so that was a big tool for my weight loss, but sometimes I'll implement intermittent fasting weeks or days or whatever. So, uh, today I broke my fast with a one protein bar. Um, and then my next meal, I had half a cup of oatmeal and one scoop of muscle farm combat cookies and cream protein powder. Uh, and then since then I haven't really eaten anything cause I haven't really, I haven't really been hungry yet so far today. I drink about a gallon of water before I even get home from work. So uh, I'm due for, for a big meal here. <laughs> so so what are you going to eat for dinner? Um, I'm thinking about making a couple chicken breasts, uh, some broccoli, and some quinoa. So is that normally how you eat? You, do you eat your typical what they call bro foods, 
your chicken breast, your rice or quinoa and vegetables, or do you have any excitement <laughs> in your diet? Oh, I, I have some excitement. That's just what's on tap for tonight. Like I love ground yeah. hamburger. I do love ground chicken as well. Um, I, I mix it up to keep it interesting for myself. And then part of that is playing with my diet where some days I'll have higher, higher fat content. So I'll eat more hamburger than chicken, but it's just to, to keep my body guessing. But sometimes I'll throw some curveballs in there. That's good. That's, and, and that's a good suggestion. People try not to, uh, and here's the thing, eating the same thing all the time makes things easier, right? For me, I, I found that it made it easier for me. But variety, I think variety helps with making it a consistent lifestyle because it, it's inevitable that you'll get bored if you continue to eat the same thing over and over and over. Uh, so try to mix it up. Try, simplicity helps, but also if you can have a variety, please do. Do you cook? Yeah, I, I absolutely love cooking. I tear it up in the kitchen. I meal prep for myself and my wife and then anybody else who, who wants it. <laughs> Lucky, lucky girl, lucky girl. That's that's good. See, that was a big struggle for me, and I know a lot of guys don't cook. So you know, when I was single, because I was single for most of my, you know, the time that I was losing weight, uh, but the the cooking was a big, big challenge for me, which is why I didn't have much variety because I learned how to make a few things, and that was it. So that's that's a big one up. That's a big uh, advantage. Uh, it helps a lot. I'm pretty sure that you that you cook. Oh, yeah, I, 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 I rely on myself. It's either I make it or, um, you know, I'm not going to I, I haven't eaten fast food. I can't even I can't even imagine how long it's been since I've even eaten like out out. Uh, it, it makes mm -hmm. me sick in all all honesty. But, you know, the I still do struggle when I go see my family. My in-laws are from uh, Chicago and, you know, that's that's the food capital for a few different staples. And so. Uh, but once again, I've trained myself to know when to have some and when not to. So. So when you do indulge, do you do you feel guilt? I wouldn't say it's guilt. I feel. There's part of me that feels good because I did kind of let loose and I don't have to be so uptight. But there is there is part of me that does feel that guilt because I. I don't want any steps. I know I'm going to. So if I can prevent it and I choose to eat something, I feel I partially feel guilty um, because, like I said, I I can't prevent missteps or I feel bad when I could have. So I look at uh, something I ate as in I didn't really need to do that. Like one day I forget what I was eating. I think it was I took a handful of there. I think they're even just sweet potato chips and I put them on my mouth and I started chewing them. And I'm like, what am I doing? I literally spit them out because I was like, you can't swallow that because you're going to, that's a setback for your day. Uh, so sometimes I do. Yes. But most of the time I don't because I know I deserve it and I've earned it. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so see, and that's my, my thing is I, I, I'm a big fan of balance. You want to have balance in your diet. You want to uh, treat yourself, right? And I, I hate using that term, cheap meals or cheap meals, because it's all food. I, and, and I don't have the mindset of, of deserving to eat, quote unquote, bad foods. Um, and, I, and you know what? I'm honestly not going to get into that. Let me, let, me ask you, let me ask you another question. Um, yeah. What's your... What's, What's your training style? Like how often, how many days a week are you training? And 
Yeah, yeah. Let's start there. How many days a week are you training? I'm I I aim for five days a week, Monday through Friday. I typically I'm up at four o'clock in the morning and then at the gym by five. Five days a week. Is it five you, you, during the week or do you, when's your rest days? So my rest days are technically the weekend because of this just the schedule. I, I you know spend a lot of time with my son um, and so family time. Uh, so that's that, but some, sometimes on the weekend I will get some kind of sort of cardio in, whether it's pushing him in his stroller or just going out for a walk, but typically the weekends are my rest day so that I can come back at it again hard on Monday. So do you, do you, do you have trouble staying focused on the weekends nutritionally? I would say yes, because of it's not my typical work schedules because like at work on my desk, I have my because of my, you know, I intermittent fast on my desk. I have my big thing of oats and I have my big thing of protein powder. There's no other food there. That's all I have to eat. That's the first meal of the day to where, you know, when I come home, then I have all my calories to use how I would like. But the weekend I wake up, um, it's a, a different lifestyle. It's, it's each yeah, day is different on the weekend. Yeah. So you're, you're kind of out of your routine. See me, I struggle with that as well because I'm such a, I'm, I feel like I'm a slave to routine. So for me, yeah. it's when I travel that throws me off. The weekends I'm fine because I pretty much, you know, I, I'm, I'm at home or my day, all of my days are pretty much the same, you know, seven days a week. So it, it's just when I travel and I'm on airplanes and I'm in hotels, that's what really throws me off. So it's kind of, it's kind of hard. Uh, on the day, you know, when you it, routines are good, right? But when while pe while you're developing your routine, and I'm not talking to you, you you got this down packed, but I'm speaking to the listeners. <laughs> while you're developing your routine, I just want you to be mindful to be uh, dynamic, have some flexibility in your routine, so that when you're when in situations where you're not on your routine, you you don't just fall apart like I do. <laughs> so. <laughs> Just trying to give people the heads up because, you know, some of these insights, you know, it's very valuable from people like you and I who who made all the mistakes. Um, and I wish I had some of this information when I was starting. So I try my best to let people in on the, the little details that they may not hear everywhere or while they're doing their research about the process. So if you were to give people some unique insight or some tips to to help them on their weight loss journey what would that sound like well the biggest the biggest obstacle is is getting started uh i mean it's it's scary you're gonna have to change your life because what you eat is the fuel for your body so if i'm sorry to put it this way but if you put junk in your body your body is going to be junk and so you have to remove that from your life and coming from somebody who, who who's been through a lot. Um, I don't need to get into it, but I, I found comfort in food. And so when I had to remove that, that was my comfort. Mm -hmm. And I struggled. It was hard because I had to let go of some some delicious stuff. But once I let go and I understood, though, that there is so much more, if you want to call it flavor that you can you can cook with, that you can eat, that it, it makes it easy. It really does. Um, so I just want to to motivate people to get started um, because it's, it's not easy. 
And I want everybody who listens to this to know that if somebody tells you it's easy, A, they're lying, and B, don't trust them because it is not. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm still, yeah. I, I'm still going through it. I still have a long ways to go. Um, but make sure you – and also then as well, with that is make sure your sources are credible. Don't, don't just listen and just do something because you're going to try some crazy diet that – like when I go through – the store and there's a magazine that says lose 17 pounds in two weeks. I know that's not healthy. I know that because of the research I've done and that I I've listened to, I know that's not healthy. So they're not going to persuade me, but there's some innocent person who wants to lose weight or do something that they're, you know, they're getting to buy that stuff. Um, it's not, yeah, easy. I feel like they're praying. They're preying on people who, who are desperate, who are in a rush and, and, and that's one thing that I hate about this industry, uh, because people are vulnerable. You know, these are people's lives and their self-esteem and confidence on the line here. And they have the industry, just like most industries that are, you know, is, is, is driven by money. Egos. There's a lot of egos and a lot of greed in the fitness industry. So my advice to people is, is to be like you said, be careful where you get your information from make sure that you're doing your research if you're going to be working with coaches or you know taking advice from people online man because it's it's just a it's a cesspool of you know bad information and people with bad intentions in this industry so just be just be mindful of that guys um but also uh, it's, it's as the consumer as the person on the journey is up to you to not fall victim to that because you're trying to rush right and we all can relate to that nick i'm pretty sure you can relate to that oh yeah it's hard to be patient so for the person for the person struggling with pay um what would you what advice would you give that person it's for somebody who struggles with patience it's easy to put weight on it's hard to take it off so so it's, it's once again, you don't need to weigh yourself every week, every two weeks. Don't pay attention to it. It's a slow process. Um, mm -hmm. You just have to, I, I always, t I am, if you're to like uh, Bricks is on my Instagram, I, I take daily pictures at the gym of my face. And even if you were to scroll back and look through them, you would see how much weight I've just lost off my face. I take pictures. I take videos because I can't even myself look, even look back six months and go, wow, I can't believe I looked like that and I look like this now. So I would be, even advise you, it's a slow and tight process. Take pictures. You know, every two that's weeks, look back and go, yeah, that's, take pictures. So that's, that's, an, that's an amazing tip because, yeah, because it, it not only just it, it documents the journey, but it also holds you accountable. You know, there's a level of accountability and I think that's a way better way to track your progress than the scale. So that's amazing. So and um, we don't have to get too deep into it. And if you don't feel comfortable talking about it, that's fine. But what was it that led to your weight gain in the first place? Or were you always heavy? Oh, I even if you were to look back at pictures of me as a child, I've always been uh, a heavy child. And even now at, you know, being 30 years old, six foot five, the scale is not always going to be in my favor. And I've come to terms with that because of me being taller and just being a bigger body, you know, a person who's six foot my age is not going to weigh the same as me. I have to stop looking at that aspect. 
but I've always been a bigger kid. I mean, even when I pull up the news articles from football, you know, the starting lineup still shows, you know, six foot four, 320 pounds back in high school, even. Uh, I've always been big, but like I've said, I lost, I've lost 60 to 80 pounds three times in the last 10 years before this time crash dieting. Uh, the last time I gained all the weight back, I probably lost 80 pounds and then I gained it all back within probably six months when, um, age of 45, um, she was out of town when it happened. And so I didn't get to say goodbyes. Hey, it, 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 the, uh, the signal broke up for a second there. Can you, can you back up probably about 40 seconds? Yeah, I can. Um, what was the last thing you heard? Um, you were saying that you, you were always a bigger, a bigger, uh, kid. Oh, uh, okay. after the, after you, the football clippings, that's, that's the last thing I heard. Okay. Um, yeah. So I, even back in high school, like reading back at the news articles that I found when I was moving or whatever, it still showed six foot four, 320 pounds. That was back in even my senior year in high school. Um, and I've always been bigger, but the last time I lost a significant amount of weight, I lost uh, 80 pounds and I put it all back on within six months after uh, back in 2011 when my mom unexpectedly passed away at the age of 45. Uh, she was out of town when it happened, wow. so I didn't get to say goodbyes. And it was like two months after I got engaged. Um, I started college the day after her funeral. It was, you know, I... I found comfort in food, and so I just put the weight all right back on again like it never even fell off. Uh, and so I, I just put it all back on again right away and just struggled with it since then pretty much. Let me ask you this. How important was it for you to lose the weight and put it back on and lose the weight? Do you think that had any impact on your, your now success with weight loss? I would say yeah. Because since I did it three times and I failed each time because I didn't do it in a healthy manner, it wasn't a sustainable lifestyle that I, I've learned from my failure to what what I shouldn't do. And I learned how to actually take care of my body the correct way that, you know, there is a lot of calories in, calories out that goes with it. But it also there's there's so much more to it that you need to understand so that you're actually taking care and fueling your body the correct way. So, you, you know, you can't, you can't succeed without failure. So I, I've failed numerous times, but this time I've, I've taken all of those failures and I've taken all this knowledge that I've gained and um, I'm still a work in progress, but I, I, I'm in a good spot. <laughs> Absolutely. No, congratulations, man. So let me ask you this. Was it, was it ignorance? Did you know better when you were doing the crash diets and, and taking the aggressive measures to lose weight fast? Did, did you know better or, or were you just, uh, you know, hard headed and, and just doing whatever you wanted? It was a combination of both because I'm still hard headed and I won't deny it. Um, but like I said, when you're losing five pounds a week and you're actually looking at the scale, that's all that matters. And so I knew better. But when you have six, if you want to quote unquote, call it success, perceived, you know, that, perceived success. Exactly. Yeah. It was fueling, you know, it was fueling the fire, not in a good way. And so it was 
it was I was actually hurting my body. Like if you look at some of the pictures of when I was at one time at, at my lowest weight, uh, I was almost skin and bones. I was discolored. It was not healthy or anything like that. And so I look back on it now and I said I would never, ever do that again. So, yeah, and that's what I tell people all the time. You don't want to lose weight. You want to lose body. And there's a big difference between just losing any kind of weight, right, which includes muscle, which includes bone, which includes fluid, you know. So focusing on losing body fat, which is a more, which is a slower, more precise process that you you, kind of work against yourself, try to take those drastic, aggressive measures to lose weight. Because in the long run, it, it puts you in a, it puts your body in a bad place where you're just not functioning. Your body's just not functioning how it's supposed to. So, uh, you know, and I'm trying to beat this into people's heads, you know, because it's, we, I've done it. You've done it. it, it there's so many people doing this and uh, it has to stop. But do you think people have to do it the wrong way in order to learn? I mean, I guess that's a case by case thing. Um, but it's I almost feel like there's no one I know that did it the right way the first time. Do, do you? As I sit back and I think about it, no, I don't know anybody who who almost has done anything the right way, no matter even if it's weight loss, whether it's uh, relationships, jobs, family. I can't think of anybody who's done everything right and has had success before. So I think that goes with anything in life that I don't know anybody who's just yeah. succeeded in their I'll call it fitness journey. Everybody I know has failed. That's true. So the failures are super important. And that's why I try to tell people you want to leverage that. You want to pay attention to what you did, what you did, what you did right, what you did wrong, and, and use that information to strategize going forward. You know, so that's 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 amazing. And, and I definitely want to I'm probably going to fly out to you if you can meet me in Chicago. Okay. And I want to I want to I want to record a video with you, bro. I want to okay. tell your story. I want to get some more information from you uh, after we stop recording. And uh, first, of, yeah, just thanks, man. I, I really appreciate you sharing this stuff because my mission, I want people to know that it's not just me that's able to do this. I actually believe that anybody who is ready, right? That's the key word. Anyone who is ready to make the sacrifices, to have the right mindset, right? Because it's, it's all psychology, man. This is 80 to 90% psychology. It's only 10 to 20% mechanics. Mm-hmm. And I truly believe that. And would you agree? Yeah, I, I can't even deny that. And back in the day, like a few years ago before I switched to the job I'm at now, I used to work for a gym and I, and I would literally use I would literally tell people, I would convince them, I would I would straight up tell them while sitting at the gym because they thought that the gym was going to be the success to their to to everything. And I would literally tell them, I go, no, this place is only going to pertain to 20 percent of your success. The other 80 comes to your eating and everything else you do outside of the gym to where, like I said, if you, you, you can't out train a bad diet, you can't. I've tried. And it did not happen. It did not work out. So you cannot out train a bad diet. So yes, it's it's literally the percentage, like you said, it's like 
80% everything outside the gym. And then that 20%, it is a, it's a big 20%, but in the grand scheme of things, if you're not eating well or taking care of your body outside. And that's the other thing I haven't, I, I have had one drink in like five years. I don't, I don't drink, so I don't have to worry about those calories at all. So there's those, all those different things that can impact your journey that if you can remove them, it just expedites the process. Oh yeah. Big time. Big time. Hey Nick, I want to thank you, man. And I'm gonna wrap up the podcast squad. Please share the podcast. Make sure you uh, screenshot the, uh, the podcast. If you're listening right now, um, And guys, until next week, peace.